What's up, guys? Welcome to the Psych Athletes Podcast. You're about to listen to our very first episode. I'm Ryan, and since this episode was recorded, we've grown to over 4,000 followers on Instagram, tens of thousands of plays across all listening platforms. We've grown to be the number one ranked podcast on sports psychology, and we've helped countless athletes overcome their mental hurdles that are holding them back from performing at their true potential. In this episode, you're going to get a gist for what this podcast is kind of all about, and it's the very first podcast we've ever recorded, so when listening, keep that in mind other than that we have a discord group called the psych athletes mindset group and it's for athletes of all ages to build relationships get daily mental training advice and train their minds together so if you'd like to join that group that link is in the description below we also have a facebook group so if you're someone on facebook like a parent then our facebook group is perfect for mental training techniques tips and drills for your young athlete that link is also in the description other than that follow us on instagram leave us a review if you enjoyed this podcast Podcast. I hope you guys continue to listen to our podcast and let's get into this episode. Hey, what's going on, psych athletes? It's us and the whole team together here for our very first podcast. Uh, we want to make this really quick for you guys just to give us a, give you guys a quick introduction to kind of who we are, the whole team as well, uh, kind of the experiences that we've gone through and why we created psych athletes in the first place. Okay, so uh, my name's Parker. I'm here with Ryan. What's up, guys? And then I'm also here with Mitch. Yo. And so today we're just going to basically be discussing what psych athletes really is, what our philosophies are, um, and what you can expect from us on our podcast and all of our content really moving forward. And the the way that this was, um, th- this really came about. So um, essentially, I mean, we're, we're just, we're each 22 years old, respectively, right? Um, oh, yeah, these guys are 21. I'm 22. I'm the old guy here. Um, and, yeah, it's the pandemic right now. We're, what, what day is it? Wednesday. Wednesday, right? it's March. Wednesday. Why did I say March? October 14th. Oh. <laughs> October 14th. Um, so, Ryan just got back from, from school, right? Yeah, been about, like, six months since I've been back. Probably, like, I'm fresh off of a baseball career, too. haven't really, you know, done a whole lot of baseball since. Yeah, you're basically done now, huh? Yeah, basically done. So Ryan's basically done with baseball. He's back home. We're we're down here in Orange County, California. Um, Where'd you go to school again? Holy Names University. Holy Names Upland. Yeah, small D2 Catholic school. You guys probably haven't heard about it, but, you know, super small program. It's like how a lot of D2, D3 programs are out there. No one's really heard of them. So. Yeah. Uh, Mitch basically just getting done with lifeguarding for the summer. Yeah. So I'm like the uh, proclaimed swimmer of the group. I'm the water animal. Yeah. Runner, um, too. And a runner, too. Yeah, I did a little bit of track in high school. A little bit. Uh, varsity all four years. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, these guys are way more um, seasoned and both collegiate sports and, um, like, uh, yeah, collegiate sports. I never did anything in college. I go to Long Beach State now, and uh, I worked in Laguna Beach. I'm a Laguna Beach lifeguard. Um, and, yeah, my story kind of starts with, like, the whole running background, and uh, I'd never swam before, and um, I learned a bunch of, like, mind, mental stuff, like, we're going to get into in a lot of our podcasts, and, like, kind of what this whole thing is about with, like, mental athletes and, 
and how you can get your mind right before you want to get your uh, uh, get ready for your big performance. Yeah, I mean, so, it's kind of my dude, especially thing. being Mitch, especially being like in these such high stressful situations, being like a beach lifeguard in you know these these huge tension filled you know moments every single day has so many great insights um, for kind of the mental game and the mental aspect because um, like Ryan will tell you and like kind of we, we can all say is. All the time, what have you guys always heard? Your coaches are always like, okay, guys, you know, you, you need to do good, yada, yada, yada. Mental side of the game is like yeah. 80%, 80% of the game. Of the game is mental. 80% right. of the game is mental. But then they're like, and but then like you're left being absolutely confused and you're just sitting there like, okay, it's 80% of the game. So what do I do? Like, tell me how I can like fulfill this huge mental yeah. goal that you have for us and the mm -hmm. team, right? And a lot of times coaches, they end up falling short with that. And so um, kind of how this podcast even came about in the first place was uh, we were all home. We all actually went to high school together. Me and Ryan played baseball um, in high school. And I don't play anymore. Um, Ryan went all went, went up to the next level, obviously. And he kind of came back. We were all trying to figure out what we really wanted to do. And I kind of came about over the past couple of years, I've started helping people with social anxiety. And um, you know that's something that I struggled with when I was younger. And I kind of came up and from years and years of studying of a lot of evolutionary psychology tactics, a lot of um, a lot of esoteric type stuff. And we kind of kind of discovered the the way to kind of overcome social anxiety and start feeling comfortable around others while they're speaking. And uh, that's something that I always struggled with growing up. And uh, we kind of found that there was a market for it that a lot of other people mm -hmm. struggle with it too. And so we just were having conversations one day about a lot of the negative trauma and the negative experiences that we all kind of go through in life, but more particularly in sports and through athletics and uh, big game situations, high tense situations where there's a lot of performance anxiety towards that. And um, just kind of from like, Talking, uh, talking about other players that we've all play, played with and played against and kind of like seeing how there's, there's kind of an obvious, obvious difference between this, the people who, you know, have that anxiety, you know, have a lot of stress and, you know, you get those pregame jitters and whatnot. And then the other people who are really able to be pretty carefree um, mm -hmm. in the game. In these, these are always like the best players on the team. They're the prodigy type players. For they some reason, yeah. This, this, this add-up level of confidence that a lot of the rest of the players on the team or in your sport probably you know lack like I know that was definitely for me right when I got to high school that was the difference in, in between like you know good varsity player and then and then your your average high school athlete is that confidence level yeah I, agree. I mean the mental state that you're able to portray and get in when you're on the field or when you're in whatever sporting activity you're in in the moment that can be the difference like there's so many studies that have gone on um, you know this is kind of getting into some of our philosophies when it comes to like visualization and stuff like that but just from the the fact that you know mental side of the game is one of the the biggest aspects of you know your sport and performing is there's so many studies that have gone on to you know study whether it's um, athletes shooting a free throw and kind of comparing the two of some athletes who actually shoot a free throw physically they do that for a month and then some people who shoot free throws like legit just inside of their head and the comparisons are pretty crazy you know what makes me think of what my mom was when she was uh, in high school they had like a free throw competition, mm -hmm. like at our local high school. Why are you doing like a granny shot? <laughs> no, well, this is part of the, well, this well, this is part of the story. Um, yeah, they had this like free throw competition, and like these people came to our school, and like there's like 
300 people who signed up for it at the school, and she fucking won it. Really? <laughs> Your mom? My mom, and yeah. she had never played before? Crazy. I don't know why I've never told you guys before. But yeah, she had never, like, she didn't play, she's five feet tall. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and she won the free throw contest. And she won, and she got sent to, like, the state free throw what? throwing competition. Oh my god. And there were, like, and, like athletes in No, this. like, legit athletes, and she was doing, okay, I'm doing. The granny what, shot. Yeah, <laughs> granny shot. Under <laughs> granny shot. And, like, she talks about all, it's, it's like, the funniest story she ever tells. But, like, she made it to, like, the state, like, <laughs> regional competition. Mm-hmm. And she didn't win it, obviously. I think she, like, she did pretty well, though. I think she got, That's... Like, she got, like, fifth or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was just so funny because I'm, like, how did you, like, why uh-huh. did you do That's so, just... like, why did yeah. you do so well? And then, like... And then I was like, oh, she's like, I don't know, like, I shot free throws. <laughs> but that's like, but a, like, it's yeah. the same thing where, like, it's, it's that, like carefree, like, I don't give a fuck, like, this is just fun. Yeah. It's, and that's like, like a testament to, like, the power of your mind. She exactly. probably had college athlete, wait, it was at a college? No, this is when she was in high school. Oh, so she yeah. probably had a high school athlete, she probably shoot 100 yeah. free throws a day, and she, she, that's like the power exactly. of, like, how your mind that's bro. a testament to how your mind yeah. works, you know? Yeah. Those people probably in front of hundreds <laughs> of people, they they probably shoot free throws every day, and they're just yeah. like, oh, shit, I gotta make some free throws, and then your mom's like, yeah, I've got nothing to lose, just <laughs> yeah. shooting it. Like, there's, the yeah, there's this philosophy of, it's called intent plus freedom of outcome, and it's basically, it goes against a lot of the, the sayings that you'll probably hear in sports of just like a huge competitive nature of like this huge desire and whatnot to win, to do as best as you can and whatnot. And that's fucking like, like, that's great. That's amazing to have a competitive spirit. But when you're able to implement, you know, having an intention, an intention to do whatever it is that you want to do um, in a game, say, you know, if it comes to baseball, I want, I'm setting my intention to get, you know, three hits today to hit the ball of the opposite opposite field or some shit like that. And that's your intention. You can have that intention, but if you put a huge emphasis on it and you have so much care and desire for it to happen, what ends up happening is you basically get that anxiety to build you up. Get that pressure. You get that pressure and then you end up not performing. It's kind of like when you're you know giving a speech in school or in work or something along those lines. Like when it's something that you know is not that important, what happens? Usually you perform much better. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to start going with kind of like a mindset of intent you know you want this to happen but you know what you have this freedom of outcome um, and you don't need it to happen mm-hmm. guess what it's so strange but usually it ends up coming to fruition mm-hmm. and you end up doing better. it's probably in a basic sense what mitchell's mom did she said hey it would be nice if i won yeah. this competition <laughs> but you know what but she didn't give i've, shit, ne- like, I've never really shot bad. a free throw exactly. in my life so if i lose you know it is what yeah. it is i don't, I don't really I, have any stake in it and i feel like you guys shouldn't take it in the sense of like we're telling you to go out there and be like yeah like fuck my team i don't care how like how i do like we're not saying it like that, but, like, we're saying, like, get in that headspace while also being able to, like, take it, like, seriously at the same time. Mm-hmm. And there's a fine, like, there's a fine line and a distinction between the two of, like, I don't give a shit and in the sense of, like, I literally don't give a shit and, like, I hope we lose, like, compared to, like, I don't care. Yeah. But I take this seriously. There's a fine line between that and, like, the, exactly. the distinction between that, is, mm-hmm. it's very important. And that kind of breaks down to like comes back to why we even decided to start this podcast and begin psych athletes in general at all because um you know ryan had kind of come home me and mitch were working on some business um stuff that that we're doing on the side i mean um we we have a lot of experience in that kind of stuff like i was saying i have the biggest social anxiety podcast in the world right now basically and when ryan came home you know we were having all a huge conversation about it and we're kind of mentioning how like you know, these professional athletes, the athletes at the next level and whatnot, they have 
all of these resources mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. They have the things that they need on the mental side of things. Mm-hmm. They have those. those... They, got, they have people to talk to, people that relate to them exactly. at all times. They have the highest level of psychological help that they can get and that can help them mm-hmm. put them in the right headspace and be ready to succeed. But the thing is, people like me, people like me, Parker Mitchell, we were high school athletes. We didn't have that sort of stuff. You know, our parents aren't going to pour money into, you know, some, some psych that, that can help me play better, you know, it was yeah, just up to my physical ability. And that's where, that's where a lot of people go wrong is they, they, they don't think about that side of sports, even though their right. coach says it all the time. They don't, they don't think about, it. they don't train their mind like, in that, in yeah, that way. You know, you need it, but it's mm-hmm. like, where is that information? Mm-hmm. And honestly, like quite honestly, we could have found it, yeah. you know, we could have found it at that age. The yeah. problem is it's like, it's almost like it's too hard. It's really difficult. No one to do wants so. to talk. To Nobody wants anyone. to talk about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this kind of stuff isn't always like the cool stuff, right? Well, and mm-hmm. like everybody's feeding you like complete like. It's way easier for a coach to tell you to like get on this crazy like weight gainer plan and then like go to the gym and send you to like this like workout plan for like three weeks. It's way easier to do that than to like study your actual mind mm-hmm. and how your mind plays a huge role in how you perform. Mm-hmm. It's way easier just to be like, yeah buy into this huge like lifting club and like go get big through Mm -hmm. this program and then the only help that you guys can like even what most people try to do is they'll try to go to like a sports psychologist right that Mm -hmm. might is is probably so far distance from from who you actually are as a person they don't understand they don't relate they can't relate to you they can't understand exactly what you're going through and a lot of times they give you methods that's just really hard to implement not to mention like expensive Mm -hmm. right and so that's kind of like where we wanted to come Mm -hmm. in with all of our knowledge yeah, on we can relate you yeah know? you know right. we we can relate exactly what you guys have been going through as well as you know the anxiety side of things as well as ryan have, having been a collegiate mm-hmm. athlete as well as mitch being in these extremely high tense high stressful situations where he's he's he is saving lives every single day and the experiences that we've all kind of cultivated together are really going to come in. I think you guys are going to see a massive amount of value from this. And that's really the whole reason to do this. Like we wanted to find something that would help people like us, yeah. would actually give them like the, to be that source that we wish we would have had mm-hmm. when we were at that age. Yeah. Cause I was talking, I was talking with you guys, like when we, when we had sort of the inception for this and I told you if I, if I had one thing that I needed throughout my college career or my high school career, I needed the most it was definitely mental training and or anxiety relatability and I told them I said I said if I had spent half the time I did working out working on you know the skills required for baseball you know hitting throwing had I spent half that time dedicating it to mental training mental exercises help me put put me in the zone help me put be in the right like you know mind space to play to compete then I would have been 10 times the player I turned out to be, you know? Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. They don't, they, they think there, there's something inherently wrong with their physical ability and they've been playing the, the game for, for 10 plus years. I know a yeah. lot of people have been playing it forever and then they get to this point and they struggle and they're wondering, hey, maybe I did something wrong. Maybe there's like a hitch in my, in my technique or, or something like that. And the coach jumps right on that. They say, yeah, you need to do this. They overload your brain with information. Yeah. But but basically the whole thing it boils down to in my opinion just mental you know discipline and there's i mean there it's not even your opinion at this point there's so many 
um, people that have kind of come out and said that that is the reason mm-hmm. that they've kind of succeeded. Who who's it that you were talking about? Was it about, Ryan Braun? No, it was Evan. It was Evan Longoria, major league baseball player for the Rays. You know, ball players probably heard of him, but he was he was an average. I think he went he went to a D two or D three, but he was an average athlete, right? He wasn't this prodigy type confidence. You know, you know this guy's going to be drafted. You know, he was this. He was an average. I mean, he was physically probably more gifted than others, mm-hmm. but talent level maybe like the way he was performing you wouldn't have looked at him more than a d2 ball player but what he did the reason i think he struggled into till his junior or senior year but he started seeing this this um this sports psychologist and he he went through this whole entire process and this is something that a lot of people don't take the time to do they don't have they may not have that resource they may not think that it's something wrong with their brain or their mental capacity but he went and he was he was trained Mentally, I for I think. Hmm? I wonder how he heard about that. I read it. Oh really? Yeah. But like, where did Evan Longoria? Oh, you know, um, I don't know. Probably just like, why did he think that was important at the time? You know, I mean, I guess we won't know. I mean, he probably writes about it or something in the interview, but yeah. But basically, what happened is he went through this whole entire mental training. His his process. I'm pretty sure he he broke down his his thought process when he's playing baseball, and um. I guess he came out of it, and he was a completely new player. I think he went in the, I don't know, first round, maybe second round, and then he ended up being the player he is today. And and one thing he took from it, one thing I took from it is what he does is is on. It's super basic. He looks at the foul pole every time he steps up to the plate, puts him in the zone, you know. And it's gonna be different for everyone. Obviously, that's not what we're saying. Is like end all be all like oh this is gonna fix it for you yeah it's different for everyone yeah each, but the each thing sport is, has these yeah, different the, little minute mm-hmm. things the point is he took that time he devoted his time to mental training and it, he turned out to be a professional yeah player and that kind of takes us to the point of like it's great for us to say all these things like that you can you know you can become this amazing player from yeah. nothing in this average but it's like what is it that are, are the real results and i think that's where we all can kind of come in and give you know, the real value from this podcast and from what our content is going to be. And um, I, I feel like what I kind of have to get across right now is the fact that like any type of anxiety, any type of nerves, um, all of that, like you're not just, it's not that you are just like born like that. It's not always genetic. There's something called neuroplasticity. Okay. Our minds are highly plastic and we are a product of our environment. And if it's essentially what I say within social anxiety and what we can say for performance anxiety is, you know, performance anxiety is not the cause for you to perform poorly, right? The cause of your performance anxiety is the negative experiences that you have gone through in your past, mm-hmm. whether that's trauma, whether that's your everyday life, as well as the negative traumas that you've gone through in games, in events, mm-hmm. in sports. And when I was first kind of discovering this, I was reading, I spent years and years kind of researching this stuff. I was like, wow, this is crazy. You know, there's something called the subconscious, which a lot of you guys know, and it stores, okay, it's 90% of our brain. Okay, the subconscious is 90% of our brain and it runs our day-to-day life. Our conscious mind, which you're consciously aware of, it's only 10%, okay? It, it you know, it thinks, it plans, it analyzes, and it has, you know, the, the short-term memory. The long-term memory and all of the things that are running you right now are your past experiences that are inside your subconscious. So what I started to notice was that I started to do something called a subconscious release. And it's kind of like a, a meditation, um, if you will. 
And it's kind of a guided meditation where you can start bringing up a lot of these past experiences that you've gone through in sports. For me, it was a lot of like, I played travel ball all the time growing up. I mean, baseball was my absolute life. And I went through a lot of shitty experiences where I would travel to Arizona or something like that with the whole team, with all the parents and everything, and I would lose a game. And I would lose the championship game. And I would remember that. And um, I would just remember the responses I would get from others. And because of that past memory, what would happen is in every single game that I was playing with afterwards, without even physically and consciously knowing that, that was in the background running me. And that was my past experience that was influencing every single action and every single play that I had on the mm -hmm. field. And so for me, a lot of times is it manifested into a lot of social anxiety, okay? But for a lot of people, and you'll probably what happened as well is just the performance their, anxiety yeah, like as well. Like feeling of defeat. I feel like even players who win a lot and like these prodigy athletes could learn a lot from this too because like what if they, they could be they could be winning for the last like four years of their life mm -hmm. i feel like this happens a lot honestly with like star um collegiate nfl quarterback like high knife. like high school yeah, like, and then they get into college and then they exactly yeah. because they've been like this physical prodigy but that doesn't carry them far enough into the collegiate space um so once they get there and they like lose one game i feel like that like that can affect even the best athletes. Yeah. And a lot of like, there's probably a lot of NFL examples that we could probably get into. But There definitely is. And because it's not even, it's not only mind and stuff like that. It's also physical, like injuries. Mm -hmm. Physical injuries can really mess up a person mm -hmm. and can really, inf like we, ju we were just watching, <laughs> we had a huge bet on the oh, Dallas man. Cowboys game this boy. weekend. <laughs> oh, and boy. we just saw Dak get his leg, I don't know, snapped oh. in half. I don't know what happened. Compound fracture and dislocated. And, and things like that, especially when you're young, mm -hmm. okay, all these things when you're young, it like it's really hard to, A, go through them, put all of your emotions towards them, understand what's happening, and then get through that mm -hmm. process. And so what we've kind of developed are something called like subconscious releases that you're able to basically, you know, um, understand these, bring up these negative sensations, these negative emotions that we have trapped in our subconscious, and you bring up and then you let them go, and then you don't have the same negative like sensations towards them anymore, and you're able to perform with a huge amount of confidence and carefreeness, mm -hmm. and your ability it just skyrockets now that you don't have like this. It's like this. I always use in quotation marks. It's like dark force holding you back. Mm -hmm. And when. When you when we were talking about this, like we were spitballing, you're telling me all these ideas that you had that could help you in like mental in your mental capacity. Mm -hmm. When you told me that, and I look back on my last eight years of of my sports career, and I was pretty pissed off, you know, because I was that I was that kid that lost to Mitchell's mom yeah. in the in the free throw <laughs> contest. You know, I had the physical ability, yeah. but it didn't come to fruition because I had these these past traumas holding me back and that made me so pissed off because that's something that's so easily treatable mm -hmm. through yeah. training and you know these releases and working through it and yeah acknowledging that trauma and that's something that my coaches couldn't even help me with exactly. you know because these kids there were kids on my team they didn't have these problems they didn't have they didn't have performance anxiety they didn't think about you know Am I going to fail right here? I mean, I'm sure a lot of them did, but these those thoughts were not being treated, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, with care. Yeah. And your coaches, they tell you, they're like, hey, like, you need to focus on your mind. Like, you need to train your mind. And then we'll go out and go practice physically right. for three hours, not devote a single minute to yeah. Yeah. to training or like, releasing when have negative you, When thoughts. have you ever, when has your coach ever sat you guys down for an hour 
and gave you like a little meditation session. Mm-hmm. Absolutely never. I mean, there's probably coaches out there that do recognize well, it. And I I've heard so. of, of college programs that have visualization sessions. And, and I heard Vanderbilt does that, I think, for, for their baseball. And I know, guys. But we're to talking, get to that yeah. level. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. But first, like, I know, guys, we're talking about like baseball a lot. Because me and Parker were we were we were baseball players, but like this 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 should you know cater to this thought process should cater to you know every sport. Literally you shouldn't every just, every, you yeah, shouldn't just disregard what we're saying because we you know we have background in baseball. But um, but um, anyways, like what Parker was saying, like to get to that level of of having that resources resource to to practice on your mind, like. It's hard to get there. Yeah, and that's really that's like why we made this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Like we want to give you guys. So after your coach says, "All right, go practice on your mental," and like Fo said, and you go do three hours of physical training, we want you guys to be able to come back maybe like after practice or mm-hmm. before practice, before your games, post games, and be able to listen to this and actually have something that'll help your mental game. Yeah, give you something that you can literally use inside of your house give you stuff that's going to teach you how to control your thoughts okay your thoughts are running every aspect of your life if you're able to control your thoughts you're able to control your actions there's something called the cbt triangle and it's it's cognitive behavioral therapy and so within that it's essentially your thoughts are connected to your emotions and your emotions are connected to your actions okay guys so every single thought that you have it influences your behaviors so it's there's actually a really strange quote that i like to use a lot it's called it's easier to act your way into a new way of thinking than to think your way into a new way of acting because this cbt triangle all of these things they're connected so it's really hard to kind of just change your thoughts one day but it's actually super easy to change your actions so if you can use these actions that we're going to be teaching you of these certain meditations of these subconscious releases guys we have pre-game and we have post-game meditations that a get you into the necessary state that you need to be in of carefreeness of confidence and then after your game you go through them as well to kind of release any of the negative stuff that happened even a lot of the just built up anger and energy and you're able to do this it's your pre-game ritual it's your post-game ritual if we would have had this growing up i i mean Nobody has this kind of stuff. So it's these meditations, it's these subconscious releases, it's these pregame rituals, it's bioenergetics, it's biohacking your body, it's EFT tapping, it's all of these actions that you're going to be able to do to dramatically decrease your anxiety in the moment. And not only that, and, and play with confidence, but also get rid of a lot of these subconscious things that are inside of your mind right now that are sabotaging you and that are holding you back. So that's really the, the whole philosophy yeah. of psych athletes. And, and that's like why it's you know, psych athletes, psych. right? Nobody focuses on it. And, and that's what we really want to do with this. Mm-hmm. So, on that yeah, on that note, I think that was the best first intro that we could have done yeah. Uh, to, yeah, psych athletes. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to link our, what we did is we made a Facebook group and we also made an Instagram. So we're going to link that in the description below. So usually parents like to join Facebook groups, right? So you guys can like interact with people. It's a great community mm-hmm. um, to, to be there. And we're in there, you know, posting at 24 um, seven, answering questions as well. And then, you know, for a lot of the kids, obviously it's Instagram. So we have an Instagram link as well uh, for you guys to check out. And you guys can always DM us, um, ask us any questions that you have. This is really going to mm-hmm. be you know, this is going to be a community in and of itself. We're, we're really going to try to do as much as we can with it. So, yeah. And, guys, yeah. Before one more note before we go. Um, one thing I really wish I had throughout, you know, high school, college is someone just to talk to. And I know um, we might not get to everyone's questions, but it's also it's awesome to hear someone going through the same experiences, you know, 
than I did. So I mean, that's what we we really want to we really want to be here for you guys as players, yeah. and we want to make yeah. sure that you guys have the resources to succeed mentally. Because we know a lot of your coaches, you know, they're not going to help you in this in this aspect. Yeah. So like it's yeah. it's, it's it's basically it's show me your friends, I'll show you your future. You are mm-hmm. the product of the five people that you surround yourself with most. And if you're listening to stuff like this with people who have actually gone through it and that know these specific things that you know you really need to succeed, then you know I can't tell you the the results that you guys are going to find. So yeah, I think that's that's it for today. Thanks, guys. Uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Yeah, thanks, guys. Later. Be sure to click those links below.